Hello, today is Monday, September 18th, and welcome to episode 250 of Fault Lines, the National Security Institute's podcast that gets you quickly up to speed three times a week on the national security and foreign policy debates shaking up America. We just wrapped up our summer series on AI breaking barriers, understanding the AI revolution, and we're excited to return to our regular programming. If you haven't listened yet, be sure to check out our summer series and hear from our amazing AI experts. I'm Jamil Jaffer, NSI's Executive Director, and I'm excited to be joined in person today by Jessica Jones, NSI's Deputy Executive Director, and two of NSI's senior fellows, Lester Munson and Morgan Vigna. So let's jump right into it. We're talking today about the UN General Assembly, or UNGA as it's known. They, The world leaders are coming to New York uh, to argue, debate, talk about all the world issues, and there are some big items on the agenda. In particular, we'll be hearing a lot about the Ukraine war, with Russia having invaded Ukraine now over a year and a half ago. Uh, the tensions continue high in that region, and we'll be talking about development, the other big issue on the agenda, international development, the sustainable development goals, and the like. Alongside all of this, though, will be a lot of other hot-button issues. President Biden will be going. A lot of other world leaders may or may not be there. Still TBD, although it looks like it may just be President Biden. He will be meeting, though, I think, with Prime Minister Netanyahu on the sidelines. Um, and so we'll be seeing what's happening. So let's throw over to our UN expert, Morgan <laughs> Bean, having served as chief of staff uh, to the U.S. delegation to the United Nations uh, during the prior administration. Morgan, what do you think? So I think this year, the UN General Assembly High Level Week is going to actually be quite subdued compared to to once the pre-pandemic. Um, Jamila, as you noted, um, President Biden is going to be the only head of state from the P5, the permanent five on the UN Security Council to show up. Um, I expect um, Ukrainian President um, Vladimir Zelensky to steal a lot of the thunder here. Um, there is going to be a UN Security Council session um, this week uh, where you'll have uh, President Zelensky and potentially a showdown with Sergei Lavrov in the uh, UN Security Council antechambers. Not likely, but I like to think that, that there will be. Like they're going to um, go at each other? <laughs> I would love to think that they will be, but I think UN protocol will keep them fairly separated. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, I think there, there, there's a lot going on. Nevertheless, you mentioned the UN Sustainable Deleve Development Goals. Um, there will also be um, Secretary General Gutierrez will be having a uh, UN Climate Change Summit where um, this is sort of like the, the precursor to COP28 in which you'll have a lot of countries um, bring, bring pledges and commitments to the table. And then, of course, I think you'll also have, um, there's another, it's called the Summit for the Future. The future. <laughs> and this is really talks about multilateral modernization. Um, and it's, it's really a pre-planning meeting for next year's UN uh, General Assembly, um, where they're going to be talking about reforms for the World Bank, IMF, as well as the UN. Well, I mean, other than like a showdown between Lavrov <laughs> and Zelensky, this sounds like a nothing burger. I mean, we're, what, I mean Les, what do you think? Jamil, I think there's there's a uh, there's an issue afoot in the American populace about how we conduct our foreign policy, and I think there's some skepticism of multilateral institutions and this idea that we should be bringing everyone together to talk about things and talk about problems. Now, I personally think there's a there's a role for that in our diplomacy. It's important to do that kind of thing. The UN, if we didn't have the UN, we'd have to invent a new one. You can get a lot of stuff done this way. Maybe not everything, but you can get some stuff done this way. And I'm worried 
that the British and the French aren't there at the top level. I wonder why they're not there. I understand Macron is hosting King Charles. That seems like a waste of time to me. <laughs> Rather Even more of a waste of time yeah. than the UN General Assembly. He should, he, should be at the, he should be at the UN. If the Biden administration wants to demonstrate to the American people that multilateralism can work and these kinds of gab fests can help us get things done for our national interests, have people show up. Why are they not there? This is not this, this stuff doesn't help make that case for this kind of version of diplomacy. And so I think this is a lost opportunity for the administration. Well, I mean, so Jess, is this a problem for the administration? And is it because, I mean, they are coming to the US, they are coming to New York, but they're not coming here because it's the United States. They're coming here because the UN is here. Is this a failure of the UN itself? Or the, or the administration like, less wants to play I was just going to point, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Instead of trying to show to the American public, we should be showing to the rest of the world that multilateralism works, right? There are folks with credible, you know, grievances that the UN isn't responding to a whole bunch of other challenges because it's focused on Russia, Ukraine. So you actually have an opportunity for President Biden to discuss famine, climate change, um, like migration crisis. The, the, Things that other countries are super worried about don't get attention. Instead of last year's ongo, which rightly so focused on Russia, Ukraine, you can have other conversations right now. Like Morgan pointed out, this is one of the only forums where all of these small nations that don't get in the door, don't get to play with the big guys, actually are in the room and they get to advocate for themselves. So let them have the floor. Look, the Biden administration brags about a return to normal uh, conduct of foreign policy and that these kinds of gab fests can work. You got to show that it can work. President Biden's the host effectively of this event. Call up Macron, call up Sunak, get them there. Why is he letting them just skip this? I think it's a mistake. Yeah, I think the UN has lost a lot of credibility in recent years. I mean, you take a look at UN peacekeeping operations, they're being drawn down. I know there's one potentially restarting up in Haiti, but for the most part, countries are, are kind of pushing back against the UN in a number of ways. Um, I mean, for example, I mean, you've got a P5 member that literally <laughs> invaded another sovereign country here. And, and is getting away with exactly. it. Exactly. And it's blat blatantly getting away with it. I mean, the, Russia is going to be running for the UN Human Rights Council again this year. And guess what? They're probably going to be voted on, right? So completely I mean, undermining the UN General Assembly vote from two years ago. So I think generally speaking, I mean, you also have Iran blatantly violation, violating 2231, guess what? Those Security Council sanctions, they're going to be lifted. They're going to expire next month. So the UN doesn't have a lot of credibility here to stand on. Well, it needs to develop that credibility because if, if what, like to Les's point, what's the alternative? BRICS just getting bigger, expanding and presenting like a mirror you know, system of which we're not a part of. So it's it's necessary, even if there's total flaws and maybe you know, Security Council reform is necessary, or at least a conversation, which is a That's hot button no, topic. It's no, no, no. <laughs> a Pandora's box there, Jess. <laughs> Well, I tell you, look, I mean, these are big issues that we're going to be seeing this week at the UNN General Assembly coming up. Um, so look, y'all keep an eye out for us. Listen to us uh, the rest of this week. So that's a wrap. Thanks so much to Tatum Clifton, Claude Jennings, and the NSI staff for the help in producing today's episode. Join us again on Wednesday. We're back to our, our three times a week episodes. Join us again on Wednesday, September 20th, for another episode of Fault Lines, the National Security Institute's podcast that gets you smart fast on the National Security and Foreign Policy Base, Shaking Up America. Fault Lines is now on YouTube, and you can see us live. We're all here in person together. So check out our channel for a video of today's episode and to catch up on our Summer of AI series. If you like what you heard, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks all.